0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Every Which Way podcast. Today is going to be the last Sabbath spooks of this year, 2023, and the last episode for this year as well. I'm going to take the following week off and then resume recording and posting schedules after that week. So just to give myself a a little bit of a break and to kind of recharge from the holidays. Um, So when I'm putting this out, it should hopefully, hopefully be on Christmas Eve, but it might be Christmas day. Don't, don't really know. Um, So yeah. How is everyone doing today? Are you having a wonderful holiday? Are um are you making sure to stay hydrated? Drink plenty of water. Are you taking care of yourself? I know that for me personally, the holidays can be pretty stressful and stuff like that. So uh, I hope that you guys are are taking care of yourselves and and treating yourselves with kindness and stuff like that. Uh, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, right now I have water with me that I'm going to be drinking as we go on with this episode. And yeah, uh, I hope that this recording sounds a little bit different, a little bit better than my past recordings, because I'm using a brand new microphone. Uh, shout out to Jen from Sacred Moon Circle Carry for uh, recommending the microphone that I'm currently using. Uh, it's hopefully going to sound a lot better than my my old one. So Yeah. All right. Sad bit spooks. So what am I going to be talking about today? Well, I'm going to be talking about something that has always intrigued me and always kind of scared me. And surprisingly enough is something that I kind of fall asleep to listening to stories of like no, no joke. My my partner, Don, and I we will uh, put on a podcast or a uh, oh I don't know a a, a playlist. Whew, excuse me. How do on on YouTube of a uh, scary stories to listen to while we fall asleep because we're uh, we're insane. And one of the subject matters that we like to listen to the most and the one that I've chosen for day for today is the Wendigo. Yes. Yes. So let's jump right into it. All right. All right. So first things first, what is the Wendigo? Well, it is a supernatural entity that originated from the supernatural Supernatural, <laughs> the spiritual traditions of Algonquin speaking First Nations people in North America. So we're talking about um, Northeastern, um, Northwestern uh, United States and Canada. All right. It is a being that's immensely thin. Its bones often pushed out through its ashen skin, which is mummy-like in texture. It roughly stands at seven feet tall to start. It's said to grow taller the more it consumes flesh. Its eyes are sunken in and have an eerie glow to them. The Wendigo is said to have sharp pointed teeth and have gnawed and eaten away their lips. It has incredibly foul breath and body odor. Some legends describe the Wendigo as having animal-like ears or horns or antlers, but the most traditional and the most accurate description of it is typically humanoid. The uh, antlers and horns visage has been popularized mostly by modern pop culture and isn't the most accurate to the legends and to the folklore of the Algonquin speaking first nations people. So Wendigos have incredible hearing, eyesight and olfactory senses, and also have superhuman strength and stamina, which it uses to stalk overpower and ultimately devour their prey. Is believed to be as fast as the wind. They're also able to walk across open water and deep snow without sinking. Most accounts ta- tell that the Wendigo smells like rot and blood. In most legends and folklore, it is a personification of hunger, greed, winter, and starvation, and the cold. Tales of the Wendigo predates European colonization in North America. This is a very old entity. All right, so this creature has been around in these people in these different tribes for a long time prior to any European European <laughs> European European settlements in the north on the north american continent the first written account comes from a french jesuit missionary named paul legion in 1636 and it was recorded so he recorded it because a woman was talking about it (laughs) goodness I'm so bad at explaining something sometimes (laughs) so he this Jesuit missionary recorded it after a woman told him of an Achen which is one of the names for a Wendigo had consumed tribe members in a nearby settlement and that would it would have continued doing so had it not been called away. In 1879, a Cree hunter and trapper named Swift Runner murdered and ate his family during a peculiar, a peculiarly rough winter. Swift Runner claimed that a Wendigo had haunted his dreams and eventually possessed him. Prior to this, he had been an average guy who had received a normal Cree education and eventually became a guide for the Northwest Mounted Police. After being arrested, tried, and found guilty, he was hanged at Fort Fort Saskatchewan. In 1907, two brothers, Jack and Joseph Fiddler, strangled Joseph's daughter-in-law to prevent her from being possessed by a Wendigo. Joseph died from tuberculosis in prison, and in nineteen in in nineteen o nine, Jack, however, escaped police custody and ended up strangling himself. So those are two examples of, I guess, recorded uh, when to go, when to go stuff, when to go stories, when to go crimes, whatever you want to call it. And the reason why I am telling you those two stories is because it's been theorized that the men had a psychosis called wendigo psychosis. And that is a psychiatric condition characterized by paranoia, hallucinations, and cannibalistic urges. It typically manifests as a hybrid of psychological vulnerability and cultural narratives, often during times of famine and resource and resource scarcity. It is a phenomenon that causes an overwhelming belief and delusion that the individual is transforming into a wendigo. However, this phenomenon, psychosis, has been disputed by a lot of scientists and is still hotly debated today so the wendigo a wendigo because it's not just one entity there can be several of them it's not just one so i'm probably going to keep saying the wendigo but it's it should be a wendigo and i'm sorry but a wendigo can be either a physical monster or a malevolent spirit that possesses people leading to the human spirit merging with that of the wendigo A Wendigo spirit possesses its victims by biting them or through their dreams. Those those suffering from starvation, hunger, greed, or gluttony are typical, most easily susceptible. Scholars have theorized that the legend was born as a cautionary tale about the importance of community, as a way to guard an individual from greed, selfishness, and isolation. Some legends say that only a shaman can kill a Wendigo via silver, steel, or iron, dagget, or bullet, or by its heart being cut out and melted or burned in a fire. Some pop culture references to the Wendigo. Um, I've got a nice little list here. Uh, The first one being The Wendigo, written by Algernon Blackwood in 1910 is one of the first appearances of this entity, and it, in turn, influenced August Derleth's The Thing That Walked on the Wind and *Ithaca*, as well as Stephen King's Pet Sematary. A Wendigo-inspired character appeared in the 162nd issue of The Incredible Hulk. And in 1995, a novel exploring the legend was published by a Linda K. Hogan entitled Solar Storm. Horror fiction author Nathan Negan Newton Alder wrote Wrist in 2016, which is a combination of Ojibwe legend and ideas by non-Indigenous writers about the Wendigo and other such entities and beings. The tw- the, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the 2021 film Antlers portrays the Wendigo as a deer-like creature that possesses people with a persistent, unrelenting hunger. Also, in 2021, the film Inhuman explores the idea of the of the Wendigo being a representation of a person's inner demons. Until Dawn, a video game, a 2015 video game, features a Wendigo as one of the main antagonists. One of the reasons why I wanted to cover this topic is because, one, it is really spooky to me, and it is winter time, and the Wendigo, a Wendigo, Wendigos, often manifest awaken awaken stir in the fall or winter time they like the cold so in some legends they are the personification of the cold of the winter and stuff like that if that makes sense i hope that makes sense uh i have two different um encounters alleged encounters uh, i got them both from reddit the first one is from Reddit user Bacon Beatdown and they posted their encounter with a Wendigo in 2022. Uh, during a hunting trip in 2010 in northern Canada while relieving themselves late one night at camp or a little bit away from camp, they heard a rustling in the bush in the bushes nearby and watched as a tree Morphed into a head. A smell of old milk or rotten food started to waft, and they began to feel lightheaded and dizzy. The tree had turned into one of their relatives and beckoned them to join them, saying things like, Hello, I'm here, come join me. But when the user stopped to rethink the situation, the the, uh, creature entity became angry and vocally distraught this caused them to run back to camp in what and that in turn caused a chase to ensue this entity chased after them and actually managed to grab onto their leg before the user's brother woke up and helped them the brother saw it too and after I guess consulting with the the brother and the father because the three of them were out on a hunting hunting trip. They determined that it was a wendigo. From the rest of the post, it does seem like Bacon Beat Town, which love the name by the way, is a First Nations individual, as well as the father and their brother. So, yeah. <laughs> The second account I I chose was by a Merciless Void on Reddit. They had an experience when they were 10 years old. They and their brother were camping in Idaho, which is where they lived and have lived all all their life, and were on a hike that took them through an old mountain tunnel. Uh, They did say that they think this tunnel was like an old railroad tunnel, stuff like that. So it was pretty, pretty large. I mean, this was going through the mountains. So of course it was pretty large, but, um, they took a hike through this tunnel. And when they were about two thirds of the way through, they heard a metallic grinding screech from behind them. Now user merciless void said that they've spent a lot of time in the wilderness and outdoors. So they know what creature noises sound like and this was not like anything they had ever heard not long after they heard the screech they managed to get out of the tunnel and managed to make their way back to camp without actually running into the creature so they were very lucky however a couple weeks after that encounter when the user and their family was were at a ski lodge they encountered on a hike late at night an, ama- an emaciated creature with lifeless eyes they were overcome by a foul odor and the only reason why they even ran into this creature is because the reason why they were out in the woods at night is because they and the Some of their cousins were, I guess, playing a game of hide and seek or something like that. And Merciless Void was looking for one of their cousins and thought that they had found them. But when they hadn't, they turned around to go and leave. And a voice called out to them saying that you nearly had me. That caused them to turn back, at which point they saw this emaciated creature and the uh, excuse me I'm sorry they were overcome by a foul odor and ran down the mountain trail they didn't see it after that but they were not allowed to go outside in the dark and even to this day user Merciless Void says that they still have nightmares about the creature and they also said that after doing some research they believe that it was a wendigo so yeah pretty uh pretty spooky huh at least i think so and like i said i this is one of the the topics entities that kind that uh spook me and i i love learning about things like this it's uh, it's probably gonna. What well, I'm about to say is probably gonna sound really crazy, but I would love to encounter something like, like, like that. Well, not like love. Well, yeah, love. But I just, I've never really had a supernatural encounter. Not really. At least I don't think so. And I just would like one someday. It, it could be a ghost or, or a monster or whatever. But I personally would just love one. <laughs> All right. That is all I have today on that topic. This is going to be a short and sweet little boy. Um, But before I go, I'm going to do a quick card pull from my Journey Tarot deck by Casey O. Let's see here. All right. Okay. So the card that we pulled is The Fool. I like, I like that. I I love the art. I mean, usually I love the art, but... So, The Fool. What does the little booklet say? Dearest free spirit, a magical journey awaits. Will you open your arms to a new adventure? It's okay to take a leap without knowing the outcome. That's why you're here. Oh, I like that. I like that very much. Well... I hope that you all have a wonderful Christmas day or a wonderful holiday or wonderful whatever you happen to celebrate. I hope that's wonderful for you. I hope that you enjoy a lot of good, yummy food. I hope that things aren't too stressful for you, especially with family. And I hope that you make sure to take care of yourself, drink plenty of water, and do get some rest, please. I will see you not next week, but the following. Because, again, taking that week off. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this uh, short little spooky episode. I know that I certainly enjoyed uh, researching it and kind of learning a little bit more than what I did before. And yeah, have a wonderful day. Have a most magical Monday and make sure that you take care of yourself. It is very important to me that you do. Okay. I will see you wonderful witches in the next episode. And until then, ta-ta for now. Bye-bye.